Welcome to this episode 138. I'm here with David and Luis. Hey, that sounds nice. <laughs> What's up? And this is Bobby, and I'm back. Sorry I wasn't here last week. Uh, some some stuff came up, and then this week I'm kind of sick, but I'm here with you guys. Make sure I'm here. Talk, yeah. you know, off-season galaxy type shiz. Oh, we, we, we appreciate you taking one for the team, uh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And, and by team, I don't mean us. I mean... In the galaxy, the actual team, yes, yeah, the actual team, <laughs> the actual team that we watch, that we watch all well, all season long. I was gonna say all year long, but no, well, no, now not for the next what four months. It's gonna um, go by in a flash, like it always does for me. Dude, but dude, I'm already like feeling it. Like I feel like the, the galaxy season ended so long ago. I'm like, ah, man, I'm watching these other teams playing the playoffs, and I'm like. Like when are we when are we gonna get to be there again? Hmm. I don't I don't know I don't feel that way I don't feel I don't feel like it's been like months ago like it does feel know. like it's just been a couple like a week or so for, I mean, for it me it has only been a few weeks but you know what I mean yeah for, for me it's been like the way that that this week has kind of gone like I went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody again over the weekend and I've been on like such a big uh, key queen kick and uh, and just revisiting a lot of their albums and. And their songs and that iconic Live Aid performance, and I've been on like such a high. And then, and then, and then yesterday, God damn it, Stanley died, and I got so incredibly sad yesterday. Did you? I mean, I, I think I told you guys that it hit me really hard. I don't know if it hit you guys the same way, but like I literally stopped dead in my tracks, and and I was beside myself. Um. No, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't really too sad. For me, it was, it was an amazing thing to me. I mean, for someone that can live a life like that, leave a legacy like that, and live to ninety-five years old. I mean, you, that's that's an incredible thing to live and have in your lifetime. So, he was he was incredibly fortunate in his life. So I don't really feel like there's too many things to feel bad about. I know there was some reports of some elderly abuse a few like a year ago or a few, yeah, six months yeah. ago, which was shitty. Um, and I know Kevin Smith was helping him out with that before he had his heart attack. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, look at, he's, he's going to live on forever. He has so many characters that live, that he's going to live in, you know, to be on with. Yeah. I, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming last night, mm-hmm. um, and just wept, uh, during that scene where, where Spider-Man, like, gets trapped under the rubble and he has to lift himself out of there because it's such a spider-man thing like it's such a standard spider-man thing to put into his story it's the best spider-man yeah it really is i don't know how about you lewis you you doing okay over there yeah yeah i'm good i'm still mourning you're still mourning yeah (laughs) no it it was sad i i I was at work and then um i I, there was a tv on at work and and it said breaking news and i'm like that's if there's ever a time I wanted fake news, that was it right there. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, it actually did kind of ruin uh, the rest of my day where it actually was really somber. And then uh, I was telling other coworkers, like, dude, Stanley just left us. And like, the, the it was the same reaction, like the, the, the look of shock and disbelief and the, you're lying to me, you're lying to me, that's not true. And so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was sad. And then I get to, uh, I go on my break and then I have a, uh, and of course I, I have the text from you guys. And then my, my, my girlfriend texts me. She's like, I'm sure you know already, but you know, Stanley died. Are you okay? <laughs> she also knows like, that's kind of a big guy for, uh, yeah. for him. I'm pretty sure he's, uh, you know, feeling something. And so, um, I said, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty sad right now. That's, it sucks, but uh, but exactly what Bobby said, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's uh, he's gonna live on forever with the characters that he has uh, left behind and um, have given uh, like so much entertainment. I mean, even to this day, I'm still you know getting uh, Spider-Man comics and Daredevil comics, and so well, I mean, um, he changed American culture. I mean, he changed, you know, he changed completely, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. In a thousand years, we'll, we'll be looking at these, at these uh, characters that he had a big hand in creating, and, and think of them as the way that some people think about, you know, religious um, 
texts. Uh, it really is just like a new a new mythology for for our culture. Oh, well, I really Definitely. I really don't need, we don't need more people to start believing in fiction, more fiction. But, right. <laughs> hey man, but if it's but if they're worshiping at nope. the altar of Wolverine nope. and Spider Man, nope, nope, still nope. <laughs> we need to live in reality, and we're moving away from that so fast. <laughs> uh, well, let's get back to our our harsh reality, uh, the LA Galaxy. Um, guys, we don't have a we don't have a, a direction. Right now, um, we are. Have we, have we had direction for the last two yeah, years? Yeah, down, downward. Oh, okay. Um, it is. It is November thirteenth, um, and uh, and the galaxy have yet to replace uh, a um, president of soccer operations or GM or uh, sporting director or. Well, well, granted, they got rid of those most of those positions last week. I mean, it's been right. basically a week. They literally got rid of one person yeah, that yeah. was accountable for. I'm assuming and every was, position and, that was just named. And that was just, and then that was just days after the last game. So, right. which, again, but, reality but think about it, it hasn't really been that fast. It hasn't really been that long. Sure, um, but but here's the here's the other reality that's going to come and bite them in the ass really soon. Um, November 26th. That's 13 days from now. Um, that is the option exercise deadline. So that is the the point in time where teams uh, that are no longer competing in the playoffs must submit in uh, in writing to the league uh, of all player options being exercised and uh, go bona fide or good offers that are being made. And then um, and then the next deadline after that is going to be December 9th, the day after MLS Cup, where we have a four hour uh, trade window. So that is our reality that's coming up. And, and that's going to, Bobby, as you said, that's going to come be here before we know it. So that's, uh, you yeah, know, I mean, decisions that have to be made def- for the def- for next year that def- we don't have anybody to, to, you know, to make those decisions yet. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, November 26th is just around the corner for sure. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the team understands that and they're aware of that. Um, I'm pretty sure behind the scenes they are making decisions. We're just not hearing it as we usually don't. Um, so I'm not really freaking out about like them not trying to like shuffle things in in, in the back in the in, in the back in the background. It's just we don't know it yet, and we're not hearing about it any anything yet. I feel that wh- whoever comes in is supposed to be the guy supposed to be like the savior if he's president of soccer operations well, he's going to oversee well the 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 thing is is that they, uh, chris klein has already come out and said that whoever this president of soccer operations is going to uh whoever it is is yeah. also going to be the gm so we need that guy uh maybe say last week maybe the the moment uh, Vienna's was was fired. They probably should have had someone in line already, already sure. going uh, through the motions of okay, this is direction we're taking. This is what we're going to do. Already making a plan, already strategizing what they're going to do in the off season. As far as what David said, you, you got the option. You got you have an expansion draft that's coming up later on. Uh, uh, whose contracts are we going to pick up? Who who's uh, who are we letting go? What trades need to be made? We need to figure out what coach to hire, what system he's playing, what players fit in said system, and go on that. And yes, I know we're only a couple weeks into our off season, but we're already behind. Let's be honest. And I, I hate to use this example, but you look at what San Jose has been doing they have rebuilt even before what are you doing lewis what are you doing the season <laughs> uh before the season even was over officially for them they already had hired a a coach that was supposed to take over in 2019 they were well on their way uh to winning the wooden spoon already he already has his entire coaching staff ready to go they are headed in a direction where, granted, it's going to be extremely easy to go up because they were at the at, at the bottom. So, it's any improvement is still improvement. But it looks like they have a plan. The Galaxy are still scrambling 
all over the place. And I'm uh, and David and I said it like it's it's worrisome to us that it, it doesn't look like this is going to get fixed yeah. anytime it, soon. And and even if they do find someone. How are you going to expect that guy to, okay, we have all this coming up in less than a week. So why don't you just get everything, you know, make sure you know everything there is to know about this team in that one week and then go it's from there. It's going to be, and it's, it'll be even harder if you bring somebody in from outside of the league. Um, there was a guy, uh, Ticlosa, uh I forget his first name, Lewis. Can you help me out with that one? I want to say it was Dennis. Dennis, Dennis DeClose, uh, who is uh, the head of the um, Mexican Federation, uh, sort of player operations for the Mexican Federation. Uh, he was uh, uh, reportedly approached by the Galaxy. Um, things were looking like he was going to get, he was uh, going to come in. And now, um, obviously, things that we've just heard, rumors. Um, I think Kevin Baxter mentioned it on Corner of the Galaxy that. Um, that may not be going so well, um, or he's already turned on the job. At least that's third-hand information from what he said. Um, so who knows? Well, I mean, obviously, we don't know. We can only speculate based on what other people are saying. Uh, last week, we talked ad nauseum about Bruce Arena and the potential for his uh, return. Um, that now looks to be all but dead, and so does the Todd Donovan signing. Um, although now with this to closer thing happening or not happening, maybe that, maybe that brings Donovan back into the fold. Um, either way, you have a team who, like you said, you know, do they have a short list? We don't know. Um, all we know is that other teams are making hires and they look like they have a direction and the galaxy doesn't seem to, to have any of that right now. I think that a lot of people would have expected the GM to be ready to go or close to being announced. I'm pretty sure that they knew they were going to fire Pete Vianis. The search for the replacement should have been happening at some point during the season so that when they were, or when they finally did announce that uh, Vianis was relieved of his duties, there was already somebody in line waiting. So, you know, that's not true. That once right. again that is, is bad. Right um, well, the, the, my, my point is that it, I mean, the, the mismanagement continu- continues in this organization. It, it almost seems like basic stuff that any one of us could probably figure out. Like, oh, you know, we're going to fire this guy. We should probably look now. We should probably start. At or like least... you said, having someone already listed and ready to go right exactly we, we, we need to get someone going so where you know, like when it does were, happen i kind of i kind of feel like they were handling that with like kids gloves for vianus like they didn't want to be mean you know they don't want to hurt his feelings yeah that's how i see it for some reason um like you know we, we can't let we can't let pete know that we're we're gonna at the you moment, know, I'm not saying now. I mean, we've already broke up with her. You know, it's it's, it's over. <laughs> I think that um, I think it was David who said it that you know that this is not a appealing job anymore, where it used to be, where everybody wanted to come to the galaxy, especially in a front office position, especially as a coach. That. Now is just one big cesspool that nobody wants to come here anymore. And I think that is very evident right now. The fact that there's still major pieces of this puzzle missing. And still several pieces that don't even belong in the puzzle. It shows you how truly dysfunctional this organization is. And how low we have fallen from... uh, from just you know five years ago, right? I the the the, the reports right now. Uh, Ian mentioned that it, it looks like they're back to square one, and for them, it actually may. It, who knows if they had anyone in mind? Maybe they believed that we can get anybody we want because we're the galaxy. 
And they're going to come here because we're the galaxy. And, you know, maybe that arrogance is still there, believing that, you know, people are going to come to them and, you know, they're going to have all these options and they have, you know, all these all these candidates to choose from. No, I think I think I think you pointed out last week. I think you pointed out last week that that they they really do feel like they're sort of admitting defeat. They're they're they've tucked their tails in. But now now you have a team who has no confidence. Or if Bobby's putting the the, the, the metaphor on it, you have a guy who's going no confidence. He doesn't have he doesn't have the 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 balls to go ask any girl out at this point. <laughs> I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, we still talking about soccer? Yeah, I think so. Yes, yes, you are. Yeah, we are. Um, so, so we talked about some of these player decisions um, that need to be made. We have a number of guys that are going to be out of contract soon. Um, I'm looking on. I'm looking on transfer market right now. Um, there's some some information on here that I don't think is completely accurate because they list all three goalkeepers as only being under contract until the end of this year, so December 31st. Um, I'm not sure if that's true. Maybe those are some of no. those are, are option years. No, uh, B- B- Bingham is back next season. Bingham is back next season? Okay. Yeah. Um, you have guys like Shelvick, Sarez, Romney, um and Mike Siani all with no contract information. So I we know for a fact that Mike Siani is gone uh at the end of this year. And yeah, and and Shelvik is has at least another year. Romney has an option year, Steris is out of contract. Um you got guys like Ashley Cole, obviously he's till December thirty first. Um uh, same with uh Shane Williams. Um interestingly enough uh, uh, sorry, Jonathan Dos Santos was listed as 2019, as is Roman, Roman Alessandrini. Yep. Um, Ola Kamara is listed as uh, December 2020. So, gotta say that's probably good news. And Zlatan. No, also- that's actually yeah, that's that's even wrong. Uh, if anything, it's going to be <laughs> 2021 because he signed a three-year contract extension. In the All right, December December 31st. 2020 would be up to 2021. You're saying till the end of oh, okay, 2021? Okay. Uh, I, I want to say he's there to at least 2021. Which end is of 2021. December 31st, December oh, 31st yeah. 2021. Okay. okay, I was going to say, okay, so I'm one minute off. <laughs> <laughs> Correction, <laughs> fine. David. <laughs> fine, fine. We'll, we'll, yes, yes. We'll pay you an extra $3 to stay in the extra minute <laughs> <laughs> to make it 2021. Um, so anyway, but, but like I said, um, even if some of this stuff is accurate, there's still decisions that need to be made. And like you said, Lewis, that's a guy coming in, you know, here you have 13 days, even if it's tonight, you have 13 days to not only learn who these players are, but also figure out whether they fit into a plan for the coach that you haven't hired yet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a messed up situation i don't envy any person going into this dumpster fire i i don't even know how you fix it and and i know that they're going to it chris klein is going to expect this guy to come in and work a miracle and chances are it's probably not going to happen you have a decent enough core in there where you probably are fighting or you, you should i'm gonna i'm gonna emphasize the should be in the playoff hunt. I guess technically we were in the playoff hunt this this season, technically, but you should be more comfortably within, you know, the that uh that line, that red line. You have a good enough core to where you can bring in someone uh, competent enough to get them playing somewhat decently, but. Just look at the expectations. Just the, the, the what I'm saying right there. Well, you have to is, also look it, at the it's, expectations it's a of the fans. You have to look at the expectations of the fans too. The fans are expecting you know miracles to be worked. Lewis, you and I talked about how this is next year. The Galaxy is painting themselves into MLS Cup or bust. Um, yeah, Bobby, I don't know how you feel about the, what your expectations are for next year, but 
I know you're feeling very optimistic about it. Oh, yeah, I'm very opposite of you guys. I just love listening to Lewis's doom and gloom uh show today it's hilarious um all last season um, all last season when he was when he was all positive we lost every one of those games so i mean i really don't want to really believe what lewis f- feels right now because he's been kind of off this past two years um, well, well this also, is a good time i have also in all fairness i have a trophy on my uh on my fireplace that, that's that but that's not that's not about galaxy seasons. that's not just that's not just <laughs> galaxy that's not just galaxy and that's not your opinions on only galaxy um, but yeah, no, I mean, look at, I mean, uh, past years, I've always said too, the beginning of the seasons are very important. We can't be losing games. And that's why I hate that term. Like, Oh, the season starts like mid season or a certain a month comes like, no, it doesn't. As you can tell it didn't because that's why we were out of playoff contention. If we had points earlier on in the, in the season, we would have been in, um, I'm optimistic in the team. I really, I know what, um, Klein is saying, but I don't think they are going to bring someone in that has a world, like a personal vision of how the team should be and how they should control it. Because that's something that they, I think the Galaxy has learned last season, that when it was more of a group effort uh, within the team, they were a lot stronger. They were a lot more confident. They played better on the ball because they couldn't even do basic things the majority of the season, remember. Um, they weren't able to hold the ball. They weren't able to challenge a player. They weren't able to move forward. Ugh, it was so bad. Um, but I mean, when you look at the end of the season, we got much, much, much better and we got a lot more competitive. Yes, we gave in, we gave up a lot of games, uh, when we were up and we lost games where we actually had comebacks, but, um, those are, those are things that need to be resolved. And that's been, that's been said many times, uh, by Zlatan and Alessandrini and Legette, um, I'm excited for Alessandrini's return. Alessandrini is super, super uh, passionate about our team. He wants to be here pretty much for the next three to four years, he said, and I'm pretty sure he'll be here forever. He could. Um, if Zlatan comes back next season, which I think he will, but it's not confirmed, I think it'll be really great. It'll be I, – I really do think we're going to make the playoffs for sure um, next season. And uh, look, it. We just need a few new. We need a better back line. We need a couple new players. One, a, a, a nice midfielder. Another midfielder. Hopefully, keep Jonah and get rid of Gio. Um, I know how difficult that could be. But I mean, look, it. I'm feeling. I'm feeling kind of optimistic. I have a feeling they're going to hold on to Kinnear. Um But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. If he, I, you know, the funny thing is, I, I know that was a negative thing a while ago, but now it's become. Oh, well, at least. It's always been kind of like a whatever thing. It's never been a negative thing for me, keep, keep having Kinnear as the coach. But um, it's never been like a thing that I'm like, yeah, for sure. But now I kind of like, I'd rather have Kinnear for next season. Well, if, the funny thing is, is that if our assumption was that Caleb Porter was the front runner or the one that's more likely, the most likely to land the head coaching job, and if that were the case, I know all of us would have picked Kinnear over porter a hundred times out of a hundred if if kinnear somehow ends up getting the job i look at that as a negative not because of him because what he did at the end of the season was commendable but you're seeing it but he was but 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 the thing is is that he was also free rolling the guy Mm -hmm. knew that he wasn't going to keep his job. He wasn't fighting for a job. He was like, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to go all out. You think that the FO is going to allow him to bench Shelvick next season? No way. You think that if Gio comes back, he's going to allow him to just sit on the bench and come off the bench? No way. Well, I don't think he's coming back, really, first of all. I don't really think he's coming back. For the amount amount that we wasted last year, um, I really don't think it's going to happen. And if he does come back, he's going to get a, a salary cut. Uh, majorly, um, he's not gonna. It, it, he can't. That, that, he that actually can't has a. He actually a has an increase a built into his contract. Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he, that, That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. That can't he happen. He made. He made just over six million this year. He'll have. He'll be at six point five million next year. Yeah, more than likely, he's having a a, a pay bump. And uh, the reason we can't get rid of him is because no one's gonna want to pick up that contract. That's what yeah. it is. It's yeah, just right. too. It's just too high. But. The 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 point I'm making is yeah, that we got Juan Pablo on hell him. The fa- yeah, <laughs> there you go. If only the the fact that Kinnear would be back is a negative because I think that would signal that they couldn't find anybody else. Well, it's it's like that's like a super low ambition reading. Like, yeah, 
I, you have to come in, Kinnear. Like you said, he was kind of free-rolling at the end of the season. He simplified things for the players. He he made things better. He improved things for sure. He improved. Um, player, players were... Everybody were improved. Everything was improved. Everybody liked him. <laughs> yeah, everybody improved. Everybody played for, for Dom. But if you think about... If you think about it on the in the scale of like what are the galaxy striving to be, um, keeping Dominic Kinnear is while we're striving to be like maybe fifth or sixth place in the West and maybe make a run in the playoffs. Like that's what you're saying. And yeah. As, the, as the, the the crown jewel of MLS, you can't sit on on that and be like, yeah, that was a good that was a good move. I mean, yeah, like I said, granted, that's an improvement over this year, but that's not what we want to see. Right. And my point is, is that if you're, that's not what's lost. If, if you're exact, well, I don't know. He spoke pretty highly of Dominic, yes. and so did the rest that's of the players. Why, that's but why no, 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 no. I'm so, saying doesn't want. But but Zlatan doesn't want to be like mediocre and then maybe make the playoffs. You know yeah, what I mean? But, like but, he wants. But if you want to be the right, a lot of the a lot of the criticism that had to go around a lot though was 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 the level of play on the field and that's the thing that they started learning on, on their own they that they had to take that responsibility on themselves it wasn't just just the coach i mean it, everything changed it wasn't just dominic Kinnear's um uh presence that changed the entire team it was it was the lack of uh the lack of ziggy that's what it was in general um yeah and which everything boosted and and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't all a claim to all one individual person it was again, like I said, it was a group effort, and I, I, I personally see this as a very winning team if they play in that way. Because if it's if it's all just directed by one one persona, eh, it's not going to work for me, and it's, I don't think it's going to work on the field. Uh, well, the, the the thing is, is that in Dominic Nunez's first game, it was the Toronto game, uh, in which the Galaxy lost. Sure. And after I mean, the game, I remember, you know, I, I remember Zlatan in his first game. I mean. No, no, no. But but my point is, is that even after that game, after that loss, as as defeated as we were, because remember we were down three zero, and then we came back, coming back three three, only to lose five three. Yep. And then Zlatan was actually praising the team. He's like, hey, yes. we actually played a hell of a lot better because they did. Uh, the result <laughs> didn't go our way. Yep. We fixed a couple things here and there. We actually played significantly better. I think that was kind of a more of a shot to Siggy Schmidt than it was, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, um, we mm. looked better. I think it was more more of a shot on, on Siggy. And then after that is obviously when the you know the little unbeaten streak started, but. Yeah, and was, I think the players it, responded well. But my point is, is that if they're going out and actually legitimately are looking for a coach and they are being ambitious to the point where they really are saying to themselves, you know what, we need it, – it is MLS Cup or bus in 2019. So let's go out and try and get an uh, Esqueloto or let's go try to get a Tata Martino or let's go try and get a Berhalter. Let's go try and get – enter you know a coach here and at the end of the day each one of those guys turned us down or for whatever reason it, it you know w we couldn't come to uh to an agreement on uh you know salary or you know the the system or whatever it is so we had to set up for dominic Kinnear. we tried but we just couldn't get the guys that we wanted that's what i'm saying there's something we're like you know that we searched far and wide. We interviewed so many people, and we landed back on Dominic Kinnear. Yeah, that's I mean that—that's—that's—that's that, that, that's, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. Like that's bad. That's the negative part. That we actually tried to do it, and you couldn't land anybody. So you had to stick with like, well, you know, just—he's here. He's willing to take the job. Just give it to him because nobody else is willing to take the job. Uh, that's my point. That's the negative part of if Dominic Kinnear is, is back because we know that he's not on the radar. We know that he, or at least not high on the radar, and he shouldn't be because, yeah, we should be significantly more ambitious than that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it really doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't. For me, it no doesn't. For me, it doesn't matter as much as long as we show performance on the field. It can be Tata Martino, and we can suck on the field, and what's that going to say? Uh, we can have any any sure. high profile high profile coach, and we could look at Ziggy, man. Everybody was all happy. I wasn't happy the moment he came, and everybody was like, "Oh, we're gonna fucking win everything," and we did shit, shit. And so I don't like, think look, anybody said that. There was there was a lot of optimism. Um, so like it was it was shit, and uh, and then continuing to the next season, it was shit. 
so like, look, we need a team that works together and is happy to play together. And right now, that's the team that I saw leaving last season. And for me, I would rather have that than just some kind of uh, spectacle or star or a name just to throw out there to say, yeah, we're the greatest. No, we're the greatest when we actually win the titles, not for the people that we hire. See, I, I agree when you're saying that everyone has to be together on the same page. Unfortunately, that includes the front office. Because if you have Chris Klein saying, Absolutely. this is what I want my, my system to be. I'm going to hire this GM or this, you know, president of soccer operations. And he has a completely different idea. And they reluctantly, you know, they, they sign him. And now they're bumping heads where one guy is saying, like, look, I want this guy because jersey sales. And the other one's like, yeah, that's not going to happen because um, he's not going to fit into our system. But I'd rather have this guy. And then the coach is saying, uh, no. He doesn't fit in the system. I don't want this guy. I mean, you have three different directions there, and that has been pretty much plaguing the galaxy for the last two seasons. Whether, like I said, there's no direction, so not not everybody's on the same page. And part of the reasons as to why the galaxy did so well in the remaining five games or so is because, well, Dominic Kinnear just basically took the reins and said, "Look, I have nothing to lose, and let's play like that." Everyone is is expecting us to be out of the playoffs. Let's go back to basics. I don't have to start this guy. I don't have to start this guy. Um, I can I can do this, and it worked. Yeah. He comes back next season, and guess what? To me. <laughs> no, that's all, that's but we're altering, altering everything that's going wrong and, and creating something that works. It's not going right, back but to the, basics. right. But the FO is not going to go in there and interfere with five games left. Well, yeah. Of course in the not. new season, you know that the FO is probably going to jump in there and say, "Hey, uh, we're going to want this guy here because." You know, it's going to raise our profile. It's going to sell jerseys. It's going to sell ticket sales. And Dominic Camille is like, no, I don't want that guy. I'm set. I have this guy. I want this guy. Like, yeah, we're not going to get that guy. That's not going to sell jerseys. And by the way, you have to start Shelvick. I don't want to start Shelvick. He sucks. Well, we're not going to keep a million dollars on the bench. Well, I mean, he did that, it last season. I mean, that's that fine. I mean, that applies to every coach. I mean, that's the, what, what I hear from you for, when I hear you talk about every but coach. That's I my, mean, last, last, right. last year with Ziggy was the same thing with Gio. I mean, I mean, you kept saying, oh, you think you're gonna, he's going to bench him? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's the same thing with every coach. He didn't it's, bench no, him. Bobby, he was, Bobby, he was injured. No, I'm saying. No, no, but Bobby's right. Bobby's right. That any, any coach is going to be hamstrung by... By that, it's not going to yes. matter. It's not going to matter if it's. It doesn't Dom matter if it's, it's Dom or or if it's Tata or anybody or Pep else. Or Guardioli. Guardiola. But yeah. what, but 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 what my point. But like the, the 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 part that I agree with Bobby is that everyone is to be needs to be on the same page. Chris Klein needs to say, whoever I hire for the GM, I need. He needs my support. I'm gonna do whatever I can to make that guy as successful as possible. The GM then says. I have to do everything I can to make this coach right. successful, and I have so, to support him. They all have to be within the same page. They can't have a power struggle. That's well, they can't you're not have wrong. Of course, of course. That, that's not yeah, wrong. yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're Bobby's right. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, the the thing I think that Chris Klein is doing differently this year is that he's he's already said, "Look, I'm going to step out of the way." I mean, not in those words, but I'm going to step basic, back. Well, he looks like I'm going to let that his actions, his actions seems like he's right. stepping back. So maybe that means they are going to get on the same page. Or maybe, like you said, he's he's taking his lumps. Now he's going to sit back and, and enjoy his five year extension from, you know, from a backseat. And when that GM doesn't live up to the expectations, he has somebody new to fire. Uh, you, the, the other thing you have to remember with Dominic Kinnear, what I was going to say earlier, is he Dominic Kinnear is also benefiting from the the team sort of collectively not liking the direction that Siggy was was taking them, and then him stepping in um, and going, guys, look, it's going to be different with me. Well, when you start the season as the coach, it's not going to be different. It's going to be you know be no, the it's same. A fresh start. That's like yeah, yeah, it's it's a different start, but. You know, he won't have if things start to go wrong. He's not going to have that, that sort of like. Well, um, I did better than the last guy. Like, right? It, would, it wouldn't be right. there no more. That's that's it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a new yeah. wa it's a wash. It's a new it's a new season. It's it's like um, you know, it's 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 like a I don't know. To me, it's like after a divorce, like you know, the dad the dad or the mom tries to be like the fun parent, and like you know, Dom was a fun parent. 
But, you know, after a while, he's going to have to be like, oh, I have to be responsible now and, and you know, make sure my kid's doing the, the right thing. So I don't know. Um, to me, it, to me, it seems like there's a lot of work to be done and not a lot of time to do it. Like I said, that first date is only 13 days away. Yeah, they're, they're way behind. 20, they're they're way behind. They got to start making decisions. Um, so the galaxy is way behind. Um, other things, other like important dates to note after that. Uh, like I said, December 9th, the half day trade window. Uh, so teams get to trade for four hours. That's such that's a weird so thing. That's fast. not actually a half day. That's uh, four hours. That's I know, so right? Um, and then, uh, and then after that is going to be on uh, December 11th is the MLS expansion draft, uh, and then on December 11th, free agency also begins. So then uh, players are able to move within the team, and and sort of uh, the guys that are eligible for free agency can renegotiate. Uh, on their own without the league having to say, nope, this is this is what you get. Um, in on December twelfth, you have the MLS waiver draft. So that is the players that have been released by their teams. Uh, they go into the waiver draft and then they can be re-signed at the rate that they were at, or and and get like a whatever the, the percentage raise is at that point. Um, so you can sign players on the same money that they were in, and then the second round begins on December 14th and that's when you can renegotiate terms. So for example, if the galaxy wave, uh, let's say Shelvick, um, another player, another team can pick them up, uh, for a million dollars. And then if nobody picks them up, then in the second round, they can be like, okay, we'll pick you up for $500,000. And then, you know, he can decide whether or not he wants to do that. Um, the MLS player combine starts January 3rd through the 9th, uh, 2019. And then the MLS Super Draft is also on January 9th through the 12th. And then the preseason starts see, January 21st. See, see this, is, so, this is this is literally why I feel like MLS does not, like, go away. Like, <laughs> look at all of these dates, and we're going straight to the preseason. Like, it's, I just right. feel like I'm never going to get away from it. Like, it's just, it's it's here. It's always here. Um, of course, not yet, the season. I miss it. Of course. I know, I know. I, I, I'm okay with the break. I'm okay. <laughs> I miss it. I mean, you know, we we I mean, we have bonkers games. We have the bonkers games like Seattle and Portland or uh, Kansas City and and RSL. But you know, look at, we're, look we're, at we're never, we have. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with the break when it comes to freeway traffic. I'm cool with the break when it comes to pay, buying tickets. Like, let's let's just take let's just, just sit back a little bit for a second. <laughs> um. Well, guys, with all this turmoil aside, the most important thing to remember is, did you guys see that Zlatan video? He won goal of the year. Don't forget about that, guys. We have Zlatan. Remember Zlatan? Because Zlatan. You remember Zlatan. Yes, I remember him. Um, so Zlatan Ibrahimovic has, uh, has won the MLS goal of the year. He has won the MLS newcomer of the year. He has made the MLS best 11. Uh, so, is there anything else that we're missing? Dave Lewis. I, so I've been working all week and I didn't see the video. Which goal did he get the one up for? The LAFC mm, one? Let me think. Was it the roundhouse kick that was such a golazo or that was Wait, his no, 500? You didn't, you well, no, it you was the was LAFC. Yeah, okay. It was the LAFC. The beginning. The beginning of the end for LAFC is what is what it was. Um, it was Latan coming in off of, you know, what? 12-hour plane ride or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, and just making LAFC his bitch. Yeah. It was so wonderful. They have they have a video up there of, like, all the um, all the different languages that the goal was called in. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can watch you can watch all those things. So don't forget. Don't forget but when you renew your season tickets uh, tomorrow, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Don't forget slots on. I won't. I don't forget. Forget. forget Forget the fact that we don't have a coach. We're gonna have a GM. We <laughs> still have terrible contracts on our on our um, oh, things we have a lot of bad on contracts. our on our roster. We don't really have a lot of money to move around right now. Uh, don't, but don't, don't even don't even don't even bring out the budget. Don't bring out the finance sheet. Don't I don't want to don't see forget Zlatan. <laughs> you cannot forget Zlatan. Um, God, how much more? How much worse would we have been without that guy? Oh my God! Oh it no! Terrible. It would have been. We would have. We would have got the the wooden spoon. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Eh, I don't want to say it went that far. No, we would have. No, we would have. We would. We do. You really think we would have won the majority of those games with all those assists and goals that Dallas? he made? 
Like, we would have lost yeah. almost the majority of our games. Like, pretty much, like, almost all. Like, 90% of them. 95% of them. We wouldn't have beat Chicago. We didn't beat San Jose this year, right? Yeah, we did. Oh, we did at the beginning of the season. That's right. That was one. Yeah, the one zero victory, and then we we blew a two goal lead. The next game. It was our defense. But yeah, we defense and their lack of attack <sighs> for so long. Yeah. God, I hope he comes back. Here's here's the interesting thing because we, we talked about it last week about how Zlatan has some demands that he, he has made in order for or you know to return mm-hmm. and he was very optimistic about returning he has said that he pretty much wants to stay here he yeah. wants to be back he is under contract officially it's not an option we, we know that now chris klein said it is an option but if he doesn't want to stay then we're not going to hold him to that contract yeah he did so too. so he has some demands. I got to imagine they have to hire a better coach. The way the organization is run, I'm sure is up there. I'm sure his salary is also up there. I, I And he seemed pretty optimistic about he, he said he getting was, those demands uh, made. He said, or, he, was, or, he, said he, he was happy where, where things are at and he's not worried about right. anything. That's, liter- that's right. what he said. And uh, that that he that he told them Galaxy knows what he wants and he knows what they want and he and he's fine and he's happy and he's not worried. That's what he said. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure. Obviously, he he didn't say what those demands were. We're assuming there are certain things. We I think it's safe to assume that a new contract with uh, or a bigger contract is is one of them is the first thing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't want to say it's the first thing, but it's it's one of those sure sure things. Yeah. It's it's ninety nine percent. I'm I'm pretty sure the first thing, as I said uh, last week, was he pointed to to Pete Vianis and he said that one. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm sure that was the first thing. I'm sure that he has some sort of say in the coach. I'm sure that they're going oh, yeah. to, you know, talk to him like, hey, what do you think of this guy? This is what we're, we're headed. You know, what do you think? Who knows? But you guys, the fact you that, that you guys think of the Galaxy. OK, so Bobby said we, we need to make a couple of, you know, we need a, a new black back line. We need a, 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 another strong midfielder. Uh, we don't have a lot of money to move around. Um, we're tied. A lot of our TAM and, and GAM is tied up and a lot of our budget is tied up in regular players. Do you think that if we can't get rid of Geo, or let's say we do get rid of Geo, and we bring in another strong midfielder on a DP contract, do you think they go, the Galaxy goes to Platon and says, "Look, we know you want to win trophies. We know we know you want to be competitive at the highest level of MLS. If that's going to be if, if that's going to be the case." We're going to need to bring in this person. He's not coming for less than a DP contract. We'll give you a raise, but we can't make you a DP. He, well, then he can't get a raise because he's at the maximum. No, no, no. I think it's, it, I think it's right under $2 million now. No. Well, unless they raise it. I think they next did. Raise, I think they exactly. will raise it next season. Okay. Well, I but... think they might. Well, that's that's. Well, what all, do you guys think? That's all pretty hypothetical. But the thing that I've come across with Zlatan, though, is that the reason he's here is because he wants a championship. He wants to win in another in another league. Um, that's kind of his main draw right now. He wants to be a champion. Um, so I, it it all depends. It's hypothetical, and and then I don't know the and then I don't know the hypothetical numbers either. But um, again. He wants to be here and he wants a championship. So if they give him anything that's fair, I think he's here. I think that's actually an interesting question because for me, I know that Zlatan deserves a raise. The guy needs to no be the, the highest paid player on the galaxy. It, it does not need to be Geo. It, it shouldn't G- Gio's have pockets, been Gio. Geo's pocket should be like, fall. the money should be falling out while he's walking and Zlatan should be right behind him just picking it up, picking it up. <laughs> uh, first of all, Zlatan but, should not be picking anything up from Geo, uh, well, other than the slack. Um, well, he shouldn't be doing that. I'm talking. He's my story's better. He gets money. 
and and I that think... also means that Geo would be walking within the, the the halls of the the LA Galaxy locker room, which I don't think is uh, oh yeah is, is going to be the case. We know that Zlatan is the, the the persona, the brand is one thing, but we know that he's a team player now. We know that he is a good locker room guy. We know oh God, that he gets that. he gets along with everybody on the team and everybody loves him. Yeah. We know that he's an extremely competitive guy who is going to be putting a trophy and a championship before his personal accomplishments. We we know that now. Yep. That's that's his that, that's, I, that's his driving force. If they say look this is the piece that we're adding. We're getting rid of Gio, but this is the piece that we're adding because he's not coming back or he's not coming okay. unless it's a DB contract. And this could make us competitive enough to fight for a trophy and have you, the, you know, do what you do. It's still going to be your team. You put them on, you put the team on your back. Now you have another weapon. Also, also, the, uh, I think I, I think he'll take it. I, I think he would say okay, because I mean it's not like he's getting one point five straight up. He, you know he has oh, yeah. other deals like 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 David Beckham. Well, you know it was it was all the outside endorsements and all the outside <laughs> deals that he was doing where most of the money was coming from. So you know Zlatan has that somewhere in there. So I think he would take that. To be perfectly honest, so so I know that he deserves the raise, but. Not at the expense of being competitive. So Lewis and I are, are pretty much agreeing, but I want I, I want I want to also add this too because I think I brought it up with David on the phone a few days ago. Um, the other thing too is in the last media day or the last the last time they did the interviews. Um, I don't know. Has there been anything after that? No, right? Haven't been paying no, attention. Nope. Okay. Uh, Zlatan, no. Zlatan really really came out and showed his appreciation of what the Galaxy did for him after his injury as well, and trusting him yes. and giving him and giving faith that he would he would really perform. Um, and he really showed that, and I think that's really coming across. And he's and he's trying to pay it back. Um, I really like it. To me, that's super clear. Like it's incredibly clear. Um, I don't need glasses for that. And um, and I think that's 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 the the other the other uh, implementation of why he's he's going to be staying. And again, like David I mean, Lewis said, he is making a ton of cash in L.A. L.A. loves him, and he loves L.A. His family loves L.A. They're enjoying it. So I really don't see them leaving right now, unless something incredibly incredible comes up. But I don't see it. Hmm. Um. Shoot, I had I had another thought too to 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 add on to this because I think it's interesting that the the three of us all kind of have have played out this scenario of like maybe Zlatan you know stays and and doesn't doesn't make a DP um, signing. You think he gets an armband next year? Uh, I think there's I think there's no doubt. If Cole is definitely gone, yeah, no doubt. But if Cole is still here, which is kind of really, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Cole will still be the captain. I honestly would love to see Cole stay as a coach. Um, maybe not a head coach, but a, at least part of the coaching staff. Sure. Because I think he provides a lot of value there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that if he's going to retire, uh, he's got a job in, at Chelsea waiting for him. And that's a much higher profile. I'm sure he'd, he'd rather do, go do that. Um, and probably make a lot more money doing that. Yeah, also depends where he wants to live. It's probably he probably wants to go back. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. Who knows? Do you guys have uh, anything else to 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 talk about? Because we're almost we're almost at an hour. This is supposed to be a short show. That's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think we pretty much covered everything. There's not really since the Peter Vienna's firing that nothing has come out since we last recorded. With the exception of the uh, uh, the close uh, the close uh, rumors and the interest that the galaxy showed, um, and then since then uh, we were ready to talk about him and what we thought about him, but it looks like that probably has fallen through, and we're right back to square one, and we have absolutely no idea where they, uh, you know, 
how far down the list they are or if they're okay maybe we should start making a list which wouldn't surprise me and yeah i mean there's not really much coming out since uh since last week so uh, and we know how the the galaxy are with their uh, information and they're so transparent and everyone knows you know the moment it happens <laughs> so yeah most transparent club in all of mls uh, I, I sent you their media guide or their media contacts today, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that was last updated in what was it 2015? 2015. <laughs> so yeah, you know, was, was that even a year? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- I'm just saying because it was so long ago. It's like, did it even happen? Um, so no, the the uh, the only other thing I would want to bring up, and it's really fast. It's nothing we have to really go in depth about. Is uh, playoffs. You know, playoffs has been pretty interesting. Uh, we're, we're the last week, I guess. Uh, well, let's talk. Well, really fast. Thursday, uh, Portland took took over Seattle. Sporting Kansas City barely got out of there with uh, by RSL. RSL came. Can came, I had an incredible comeback? Oh, attempted comeback. Go on. Yeah. Can I? No, I was just gonna say. Can I just say that um, when Portland subbed in Darren Espria, I was like, oh, oh. man, this guy looks like he's gonna just mess something up for port like he's going to be you know he's going to be the one that draws the penalty or he's going to be the one that that um you know gets a red card or something he just looks like trouble for portland and then um and then he went and he scored was, was it he was, a goal an assist he was a change and factor. got the winning penalty yeah was, oh my god it was, was incredible the, he was the winning factor on that game it was i was like but, whoa but okay. dude <laughs> but dude those, those two teams like in the last like because i didn't start watching until Probably until Espria came on, like maybe a little bit before yes, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe like ten minutes before that, I started watching, and and from what I could tell early on, it was a pretty dull game. Like everything that I was looking at, um, first half was pretty dull. Second half, you know, up until maybe about the 60th minute, then it got cranked up to like 11, mm-hmm. and oh my god, they were just throwing haymakers at that point because you had that Rui Diaz epic miss. Um, he had, <laughs> yeah. you know, right in front of goal and he, he, he wandos it wide. Um, and then you had him scoring that incredible goal, um, that, uh, our, our friend of the show, Madame Serrano asked whether or not it was a golazo. Uh, uh, for me, it wasn't, but, um, and then what was it like 10 minutes later? Um, Sebastian Blanco scores an amazing goal, and then Rui Diaz scores a goal, uh, another goal again. Mm-hmm. And for me, that one was a absolute golazo because I don't know how he managed to get his foot in, on on the ball through traffic on the volley. And then um, dips. <laughs> with yeah, with so much pace. Oh my, oh my God, it was incredible. I, I think we they, we voted on that. The, yeah, yeah, that was a yeah, unanimous yeah. golazo. Uh, that was a unanimous golazo, and then his first goal was a unanimous no golazo. Yeah. yeah. So. But no, I, the, the, the thing about that game is going into it, going into the series, I missed the first game and I saw the second half. I missed the first half. And yeah, for what I saw on Twitter, it seemed like it was an extremely boring game. And people were saying Seattle's going to win this game 1-0, which would give them the, uh, the, uh, the advantage in uh, away goals because it would have been 2-2, I think. Like, oh, this game is going to be 1-0. Seattle is going to... You know, it's just screaming that. So I started watching in the second half, and yeah, about ten minutes in is when they it got really, really cranked up, which <laughs> is actually a little odd because we had talked about this earlier in the season when you when you look at rivalry games and you're you're getting hyped up for it, you're getting like, oh my god, this is going to be such a great game, and then you get a very sloppy, boring zero zero or one zero game. And that's what I was kind of expecting. And, you know, I'm kind of expecting the same thing with that Atlanta, New York series. Like, you know what? It's going to be a letdown uh, for what people are expecting to be. Uh, you know, th- that's just me. Or at least that's what, what I'm g- going to go in there. Uh, I, I really wish we were, I really wish we were doing a playoff edition of Balls and Beers. I really do. <laughs> Next year, maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. But then, but then, yeah. But then, um, we, let's not, let's, let's keep, because we're trying to finish this, this show, too. So yeah, let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So then, Sunday, um, so then. But, but. We, but Finished, Lewis. <laughs> Just really, really quick because we, we obviously, you know, we don't do MLS recap anymore and we never actually went back and did like a 
a full on season review for the you know for, for the entire league. But uh, it's not I over. just oh, yeah. it's well, not it's over. it's not. But I'm, we're, we're talking about the regular season because I know we did it. We did that preview where we all had okay, who who's making the playoffs? Who's your top six in this conference? And we never went back to say okay, how wrong we were or how right we were, uh, unless don't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and then, uh, but, but, I, I, but, but, but I think it was funny because don't bring up the past, Lewis. We have <laughs> we have Portland in the, uh, the 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 Western Conference Championship against uh, Kansas City. Uh, last time they played in the playoffs, they had that epic, you know, uh, uh, wild card game. Yeah, the, yeah, in the knockout round. Um, and, but, but, but what I thought was funny was that one of the arguments, one of the first arguments we had in the season is the coaches, foreign coaches and the, the, the name at the front was, uh, Gio Savarese. And, and it and wasn't I'll, foreign. It's first year. I said first, or first year. year. That's what it was. I think it was first year and foreign. I think it was both actually. I'm not wrong on the foreign one yet. <laughs> um, and the, <laughs> And yeah, because we were talking about Brad Fido, oh, because Brad Fido wasn't in that conversation. Also, that's not. what I'm saying. I think I think <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but but I just think it's funny that his team is actually in the Western Conference. Uh, he's in the Final Four. Uh, so um, well, 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 I I and I I plan to bring that up when we do our season, our MLS season review. Okay. So After yeah. MLS Cup. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Other yeah. than that, I think the uh, with the exception of maybe Portland beating Seattle because I think I had Seattle winning that series. Um, everything else came uh, according to plan as far as the final results. Yeah. Uh, RSL made it interesting. Uh, DC United was uh, in the knockout rounds. There was some different story. I had LAFC uh, going into um, into the next round, but I had Seattle beating them, and I had DC United. Beating Columbus in the knockout round before you know uh, getting what we ex- would have expected to be a very um, good series against uh, New York, but that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, well, th- th- those second round games yeah, seem I mean, to have been all according to plan. By by you saying that now, I kind of kind of wish we did have the balls and beers because I knew Portland was going to get that win. You know how how negative I was with Seattle uh, throughout the season, and same thing with New York yeah. NYCFC. I knew they were going to get out. Uh, they were not going to yeah. make it through. They're, against these teams, they were never going to make it through. Uh, the the only thing that was that was uh, shocking to me was how much RSL put up a fight and how bad SKC was like holding them off. I mean, they they really almost lost that game. The 4-2 final yeah. is not indicative of what the game was. Um, and then Red Bulls over 3-0 over Columbus. No surprise there. So next week, this Sunday, we're going to be seeing Atlanta FC against the NY- New York Red Bulls. NYRB, I was going to say. New York Red Bulls. I think this is going to be a better game. This is the New York team that can actually bring something to Atlanta. I'm not saying that they're going to win uh, against Atlanta, but this is going to be a, I think this is going to be a really good uh, matchup between the two teams and then we're seeing portland against skc i think this is where portland takes skc out of the game because skc shows too many times uh their weaknesses and i think portland's gonna take it take the take those weaknesses and cut them cut them down to size there you go i i i want a kansas city atlanta final but i think it's gonna be portland red bulls interesting well, we'll see, guys. I think, I think the Red Bulls are going to prove to be too much for Atlanta. I think it's going to be a tight series. I think Kansas City... I, I wouldn't be surprised if Portland pulls it out. I, I think it can go either way. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say... I think all these games, Kansas can, City, games can go either way. <laughs> yeah, both, yeah, that's true. Um, I think Kansas City ekes by away goals. I think they end up tied, but I think they eke by in away goals. Mm. And Atlanta, New York, I I, I want to say. Well, Atlanta needs to take advantage of this game coming up because they're home. So they really need to take advantage of that. Because once they're in New York's field. I, well, I mean, that's going to that's gonna feel like a rivalry it? game, right? Because you have the two teams that were gunning it out for supporter shield all year to be the best team in the East. And they were going back and forth and then New York ended up beating them out. And then I think yep. did Atlanta win against the Red Bulls this year? I don't think they did. I, I was going to say, I, I, I don't, re- I don't remember if it's Atlanta has never beaten New York or if it's New York has never beaten Atlanta. No, I think Atlanta has no, beaten New York. They, Let me see. 
I think. Yeah, because they didn't, didn't the Red Bulls beat them yeah, without they, Bradley Wright Phillips this year? And then they mocked them, didn't they? Because that's what I remember now. Like they were mocking Atlanta about it, wasn't they? Weren't they? Oh, this game, this series is going to be so good. Yeah, now oh I'm a little God, bit more so excited. excited. No, no, yeah. Okay, hold on. So, so, so here it is. Hold on. Hold I was on. already I excited. It. I, got it. Man, I got it. What's up with my internet? It's taking forever uh, to load. Atlanta. <laughs> no, no. Here it is. Atlanta has never beaten New York. There you go. Oh, there yeah. See? Oh, shit. There it is. This yeah. is going to be a good one. So can, can, can Tata put on his sweater cape and, and got him into a, a, a win into MLS Cup? Um, I think it's possible because... Um, New York, New York is gonna metro. Oh, maybe. maybe. I mean, Tata's already got that. Tata's got that New York uh, um, attitude down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, my, that's like my highlight of yeah. the season of MLS. Like that, that made that's me laugh so him. hard. That, it left me. That's so what earned him a coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. By the way, what the hell? Like he absolutely, I don't think was coach of the year. Um, no way that Tata. I mean, ta- look at what he's got to work with. What, you know, he's what? got so much to work with. Uh, okay, he's already wait, wait, wait. I, I don't so, want to get so that too makes, into this, but so that makes you not a great coach when you when you have too good of a players. I don't. Anyways, but don't go too much, Lewis. But go. Don't go no, too no, much. No, no, but. <laughs> Because the, the, the thing is, just because you have good players doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to do something with them. Look at Real yeah. Madrid. Yeah. So you, yeah, you need the right do? coach. Oh, man, they win. They win La Liga. What a bust. Not a, do, you do realize <laughs> that they're not any uh, – Not. I think they would be out of the Champions League right now if the season were to end right now. They fired oh, their no. coach. Finish, oh, no, they finished fifth in La Liga. What a bust. Hey, for Madrid, that's a huge failure. For that, yeah. That, that is, is a that is, huge yeah. failure for them. <laughs> for that, it is, yeah. So, yeah. So, who would you pick then, David? Who would be? Who was your coach of the year? Uh, I mean, I, I'm almost afraid to say this because it's, it's. He didn't of, play. He he didn't he do didn't, a full season. He didn't do a full season, but I can't give yeah. this. Jesse, can we give it to Jesse Marsh and Chris Harmus? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if we could do that, I would agree with you, to be perfectly honest. Um, but obviously, Jesse Marsh is not in MLS anymore, and Chris Armis didn't wasn't there the entire season. He was there for half the season, and uh, I, I was dead wrong about him. Uh, uh, you know, taking New York a step down. He actually. If if he didn't take a step up, he he certainly kept it at the same level as Jesse Marsh had them. So I was dead wrong about Chris Armis. I think if he if he had a couple more months under his belt, it, it definitely should have been Chris Armis. But I think he's not even in the running, considering that he was only there for half a season. But I I, I, I got to figure that he's probably one of those candidates for next season. Yeah, um, I mean you got to give it to James O'Connor for you know making it. For the four months or whatever he was in charge of Orlando City, <laughs> is he still at the helm? By the way, is he still officially their coach? Jesus Christ! He's probably like, why are you even bringing me won, up? One, he only won one game. Why are we? Why are we doing our our end of year MLS yeah. you know thing you guys, right now? You guys are doing we, that. We should stop. You guys are we doing that. Stop. All right. So yeah, but, we, we but should stop. Least, we should stop. Okay, we can, we, that's that's a preview. All right, guys. Get. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA's House episode one thirty eight. I gotta cut it like this, or these oh, motherfuckers will never stop. David and Lewis say goodbye. Uh, don't forget, guys, we have a, a U.S. national team game against England on Thursday and then another game uh, against Italy on Tuesday. So we'll be back on Tuesday night after those games. Lewis? Last thing for me, uh, Efren Alvarez, USL Player of the Year. So congratulations to him. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next season, hopefully on the first team. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, – I just want to say, I didn't say uh, one last thing. I said just say goodbye. Anyways, thank guys. Later. Bye. <laughs> one last thing. No. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. 
hit that subscribe button and we'll see you in the next episode.